Great news, everyone. Fictional Reality is now able to offer a discount at checkout for an awesome virtual tabletop program that we have used for years, even before the podcast began. It's called Arkenforge. We have mentioned it time and time again on the show for its easy-to-use map-making, ambience and sound effect integration, and even its campaign tracking aspects. And now we can really spread the love to you. Use keyword FICREAL, that's F-I-C-R-E-A-L, at checkout and save yourself some gold. At arkenforge.com, they offer a 30-day free trial and have deals on bundles happening all the time. Treat yourself and your players to some high-quality audio visuals, whether you're in the deep, dark dungeon, sloshing your way through slimy sewers, visiting bustling city streets, sailing the high seas, cruising a neon metropolis, navigating the stars, or surviving the wasteland. You can make fiction a reality with Arkenforge. So don't hesitate to go see for yourself, and remember to use keyword FICREAL before checking out, and tell them Brackish and Haplo sent you. Okay, so last we left, you guys were lost, wet, cold, the ground is horrible, the stench of this bog driving you nuts, you needed to rest. Charles, using his ability to navigate the bog, found a clever path, tweaked, listened for a break in the lightning, and heard some voices. You found a group of hillbillies who offered a cash reward for the returning children. You followed Jeff, who was an honest idiot, not suited for adventuring at all, but didn't take you where he was supposed to, because he didn't want to listen to Johnny. You ran into some goblins who, like Jeb said, were headed to the same place you were going with a package. Charles, refusing to waste bolts, bolts started murdering them, making short work of them, and then found one of the little girls in a sack they were hauling. You sent her back with Jeb, and then headed to the cave where your battle continued. Goblin after goblin, and a couple of bugbears, who you actually didn't do too bad against either. After defeating them, you were introduced to Votos, who you saved, who was bound while you murdered them in this cave. He freed himself just in time to let you know who he was. And here you stand, feeling like it was all too easy, and maybe this would be a good place for a rest. So at this point, the enemies have... We just finished killing them. Just finished killing them, yeah. Heat armor? Oh, yes. the guy? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was a pretty good one. We were talking um, about whether or not they were destroyed after that point, but they're still <laughs> good to go. Um, seeing Vodos, I guess uh, we don't know his name yet, so I'll be... Uh, yeah, he told you his name. He we did. had a quick conversation there. Oh, that's right, that's right. Vodos Kibble. Okay, yeah, that's right, okay. Vodos? Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, okay. Just call me Triplet. Yeah. Vodos. How, how, uh, tell me again how you got into this cave. I was searching for one of our youngins. Oh, yes, right. One of the missing children. That's why we're here as well. Then we should join forces. We've only found the one. There's two more missing? Uh, you would have known that there was four total. Four total. You found one, but now you've just found out there's another one. So you've been up to five, but you've saved one so far. Charles, this is... This is brilliant. We, we've only found one child with three more missing. We don't know what's up ahead. We don't know how many more of them, these enemies there are. As I feel, there is something ancient here. I've been seeing visions. Some, something ancient? I saw a vision of what it's rumored to be controlling this planet. Controlling the planet? 
You don't see anything? Well, I... Yes, I did. And and Charles, you didn't express to me that you've seen something? Oh, you did. did. I told you, well, uh, before we entered the, the, the town, right at the beginning, I saw it. I thought you'd seen it... It was uh, a worm with teeth. When we were in the wagon. You were just heading to bed. Just, just... heading to bed. Okay, okay. Yeah, we were okay. in just in that little uh, wagon town. Wagon you, town? You saw, it, you saw it, like, right here. That's right, that's right, yeah. Charles. Yes? I seen what you seen last night, too. Just before we killed that last enemy. But I fear my thoughts are real. Do you have any information on it, Rodos? They haven't been seen for many years, but they are rumored to be older than the gods. Most intriguing. Well, you, you must be exhausted, Rodos. Maybe we should uh, rest up. And then you would appear very beaten up to you guys. Maybe we should for make... them to have bound him, it would have been an asshole for them to. Maybe we should look around at these bodies and set up camp for the night. I'm not opposed to that. I've used a few spells today that would be beneficial. Are we talking about a long rest here or a short rest? I think just a couple hours to get us back on our feet. This doesn't look like an area to hang out with. Yeah. Fair enough. And check out that fire. See if we need a few more logs on the fire. Yeah. For short rest, do you have to do you have to play it out or? Uh, no, uh, DM mostly would just ask us what we want to do during the short rest, and then uh, uh, yeah, so he would like just let us with the opportunity if there was any social interaction we wanted to do, or uh, other than that, we would do our hit die, and then if you had any other features or traits that would come back during a short rest, that would be uh, kind of dealt with on your sheet. And that's kind of like up to the player to uh, keep track of, right? But, uh, but yeah, usually we get a bit of an opportunity to just talk or socialize if we wanted to, or even if, or even in the as long as it's uh, the, the I guess the rule is if, if it's not um, it's got to be light light duty stuff where you're you're eating a little bit, bandaging wounds. You can investigate and do stuff as long as it's not like physically uh, draining, going against why you're resting. Yeah, you're, you're like, I want to climb up this cliff yeah. and like, yeah. on my short rest. I so I don't have to roll. Yeah. Start yeah. somersaults. Um, <laughs> you automatically get bumped to full health, or do you, is this where you get to use your... Uh, your uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to figure that out right on here now. I don't know. So it's your level is usually how many hit die you have? Yeah. So your level awesome. 10, you'd have 10D, whatever your character has for hit die. I don't think I used any initially. But... Nope, you guys haven't used nothing. Okay. I haven't so... given you any rest. <laughs> Yeah, really needed it. <laughs> what is no, it? No. Ten dice at... You are a ranger? Yeah. I believe it's a D8. Snake and This guy's a ranger, too. It's, yeah. a, D, it's a D10. Is it, plus your, is it plus your Yeah, I think it jumps up at a certain level. Uh, right? Just well, stay constant. The ranger class is a D10. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's, it would always be D10. Just. Until you multi-class, and then you could choose what... Whatever your whatever class you're upgrading into is what the hit die you would use for your hit points at that time. Multiclassing gets a little tiny bit complicated, but okay, I'm gonna heal up. I'd like to just go look at the fire and see if I need more logs for the fire. Okay. Uh, so you head over there. You you notice that it is dwindling, um, and it's starting to get a little bit colder in here. So to increase your level of comfort. Boys, I, I'm just going to head over to the mouth mouth of the cave, um, just grab a few uh, logs for the fire. Uh, you think uh, I, I should be okay alone? I feel yeah. 
Okay, and then I'll start making my way to the mouth. As you start making your way around, though, you notice there's already a stockpile of wood that they've been bringing in here. It's like, oh, hey, never mind. There's wood here. And then I'll definitely, like, start taking logs and throw, throw them on the fire, warming up the space again. So you have to use Sharpies. On the end. Oh. Uh, yeah, <laughs> only Sharpies. Sharpies and uh, sandpaper. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just bandaging up all my wounds, my foot that got rolled over. I want to inspect the just the the, the bodies in this area. I don't want to go up here, specifically the one with the armor after it's been cooled down. I want to inspect him thoroughly. Uh, uh, so yeah, as you uh, search the goblin that had the armor on it that didn't look like it fit him very well. Yeah, you'll discover that. Uh, Dude, that's more. Vodos nearly naked. <laughs> We're in a rag. My mirror's armor. Still functional after that spell you put on it? But what? It should be. Looks a little weird, but uh, it's intact. So you'd notice that it's not its aquamarine after being superheated. There's some purples and all that kind of uh, distinguish after burning metal like, like titanium. that. Titanium? Yeah. Like yeah. I'm sorry, Bodos. I didn't mean to ruin your armor. Oh, I like it. <laughs> oh, good. I like that you like it. <laughs> Such a happy guy. Yeah. Are we all happy now? <laughs> well, I was uh, kind of ask you further, Bodos. So you say that this creature is uh, of, a, of an ancient uh, timeline, like it's been before, the, older than the gods itself, you say? It was rumored that the gods took the land from them. Wow, this is... This is amazing stuff, Charles. I imagine this sort of thing. Is this responsible for the children being taken, I guess? Now, what I seen was, like, I think close to what you described to me, Charles, with that, like, a, a big worm with some, like, tentacles and, like, a mouth of endless teeth. It was, like, it was, it was absolutely disgusting, disturbed, even. Horrible. Plenty horrible, eh? You have no other, uh... Knowings of this creature, though, like what what could have brought it back back to this plane of existence? No. <laughs> well, that's fair enough. Something yeah. so old, I don't expect. One of the ancient texts says they never die. They never die. They never truly die, huh? Well, this is going to be a tougher cookie to crack than you think, Charles. Where's the next place we should look for this thing, Bodos? How are Charles? you guys? How are you guys feeling? Are you guys ready to? Trek on? How's Votos doing? Well, I should heal up a bit. Okay, so as you're searching all the bodies, you find two of your bolts left intact, and you finish your short rest uninterrupted, and yeah, the cavern is yours to explore. And just remember the, the atmosphere you're in, there's lots of vine, lots of moss growth. Now that you've come over to that corner, especially where you were, you notice the streams are collecting, running down the sides. Yeah, the stream's getting bigger. Uh, they, nothing they, crazy, they, like just that you'd actually hear a trickle now instead of just kind of seeing them dissipate their... Uh, and then, so yeah. the cavern went down. Just slightly. Enough down. enough that it's collecting. Can we it's, say we're around this fire like that? Yeah, you would be. Yeah. I assume to stay comfortable while you rested yeah. there, keep warm. Talking to talking to Bodos, see what he knows about this ancient creature. Which is just that... I mean, you can consider they're just so old, there w wouldn't be any text left in this, you know, eons and eons is what you would 
fathom. Otherwise, there would be something about them. We looted the, we kind of looted the yeah. bodies. Then. Uh, yeah, on the bugbear, you can roll a d12, whoever, or the chief bugbear there, whoever's. Six. Six. You find six gold on Wow, this guy's got like six gold. Like super excited. He's <laughs> like fucking six gold. <laughs> hey, you took that for me. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Photos. I'm to give it to Photos. Because <laughs> that's how I do. Yep, lawful good. I'll play that one out. What's your neutral evil think of that? Well, I wasn't going to get up and walk away. So. <laughs> <laughs> this is the richest bugbear I've ever seen. Uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't do too well against them. They're strong buggers when they want to be. All for you two little boys. And I mean, he's not that much bigger than you two, so if you're looking at you in a line, it's it's Chad and then, uh, or sorry, it's Tweak, then Charles, and then Bodos. He's only 4'11", so like... Oh, really? Yeah, you're, oh. <laughs> you're very close tonight. I didn't realize tonight. that about him. I would say he's got maybe half a foot on Charles. Like, you guys are just in a little line. You could probably do an angle there. <laughs> Now, Ray, Votos, what race are you? I know you like look amphibian in nature, but I've I, never seen your type around before. I am a triton, and don't like to come to the dry land, but I have no choice. Are you searching for uh, someone that you love? Well, yeah, it would be uh, from, from my school. And he would uh, call like his 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 group that he hangs with his family and stuff would be a school for him as they are. You, the mean, you mean your family? Well, that's what I learned. Well, well, Charles, seems everybody's losing a child around here. I, I mean, I'm more than happy to continue helping, so if you're ready, I'm ready. Rodos, are you going to come with us? Oh, yeah. I won't return without him. Uh, what are you guys' passive perceptions? Mine's 18. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. It'll just be a separate note. Yeah, I'm, it's like a different sheet this time, so it's like it's oh, harder yeah. to find like, than, than before. It would be what, that. sorry? Passive perception. It's 10 plus your perception modifier, if you're having hard time finding it. Oh, it's 10? Okay, so I'd be at 15. Oh, okay. At perception, yeah. So how did, how did you know 10? Uh, that's how it's uh, calculated in the book. Okay. Like when you build counters and stuff. I'd like to think I've taken some time to just walk around the fire, kind of look around, looking at that water stream, and you said it's cooling a bit. Is there anything that I that I can find strange about this cavern? So, absolutely, with your passive perception being so high. You notice these streams are headed, they're collected, but they're not building up. And so right where they are, you can assume that they're draining somewhere. Oh, okay. Uh, as you, I'm assuming you're looking around. Yeah. This I'll so go. Is there anywhere I'll go, in particular? Yeah, I'll yeah. go this way. I'll go left of the fire. I mean, Charles, that, it looks like the water is draining somewhere. Votos, do you know anything about this? So as you look at that, you can see some vines um, coming down, and there's like some broken apart foliage underneath as well, and that's what you see. Just draining into the kind of into the wall. Mm -hmm. Are you, are you seeing this, guys? What do you think? What do you make of this? Well, how far we go in It's not pooling up. It's got to be draining somewhere. And if this is where they've been dragging the children, perhaps there's a passage or something over here. Like, I don't see anything. I mean, everybody take a close look here. 
Votos, do you see anything? Well, me too. Votos would reach out, and as he pulls the foliage, it's not rock as he drags his hand against it. It's similar in color, but it definitely feels like wood. Of what you, what would appear to you as a as a big wooden enclosure, not necessarily a door because there's no knobs or anything like that. Oh my God, Bodos, is that a door? Did you just find a door? Well, I don't know, and he cut down the vines, and so you guys could take a closer look. Um, Chad, being as uh, tuned in as you are at a passive 18, <laughs> you would notice to the side that it looks like there's there's uh, something propped up against the hole of it. Propped up against the hole? Yeah, like a couple of feet up beside this wooden enclosure. Well, what about this? This looks like it does something, and I'll just grab it and, like, try to, like, move it or pull it off or take it out of its witch. But it's not it's not heavy. It was just put there to, you know, so you didn't, didn't see it. Is it high right? enough where I have to kind of reach for it, yeah. too? <laughs> yeah, it would be a couple of feet, so, yeah, you'd be, you know, up close to your head. Yeah. So as you move that, you see what looks like a large wooden handle. That looks like a handle. Sure does, Charles. You do the honors. Okay. I cautiously open up the door. Oh, you can grab onto it. I can uh, grab onto it. Roll me a strength check. I'm brain farting today. Like, what, what am I rolling? 12 or 20s? Always 20s, yeah. yeah. For any skill attack. When I don't have my dice, I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, you line them up. 10, like, and uh, then strength is negative 1, so 9. So as you grab onto this handle and you're pulling with your little pump, your feet are just coming off of that's what you guys see. I need a I need a chin up there trying to get it down. Like, oh, sorry, Charles, sorry. And I'll have, have, help him help him put the weight behind the <laughs> Okay. Uh, give me another rule. Strength check. You can do it with advantage this time. Oh, okay. 19. Natural okay. 20. Yeah, so with that. Oh, you have a minus one on the yeah. <laughs> Okay, I have a plus two on my strength <laughs> just for the future. <laughs> Chad, yeah. Chad gets on there too, and as yeah, he lifts his feet, come off the ground, but the handle starts to come. Just seeing this, Bodos has a little, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> a little of him. He's not that much bigger than you either, but it's still a little bit and of a <laughs> We're short. So as you pull this down, water starts to shoot out from the sides of this um, enclosure, and as it lowers down, you guys can roll a dexterity saving throw. As the water's starting to rush in, it's just, you know, it's shooting out the sides oh, like, of this this enclosure. Yeah. Oh, you cocked son of a bitch! Between a two and a twenty, I got to reroll. Oh, okay. It's <laughs> a deck save. Yeah. Twelve. Fourteen. So fourteen. As you drop off the handle after you pulled it down, you land on your feet and it hits you, and you slide back a couple inches to hold Mark. <laughs> It blows your feet right up from underneath you and blasts you back a little bit. Roll a d4. Oh, 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 God! <laughs> let, let go before it. Two. Two. So just, it cuts and scrapes you across the rock bottom as it sprays you back a little bit, and then you look up and notice that the water's shooting out as this thing drops down and opens up and you see some light coming out from it. So it's a big... As you, as you look across, too, this thing is about 10 feet long, blocking the, the entrance into this place, and it's completely made of wood. You mean like 10 inches deep? No, it's like 10 feet long. Like oh, this, like this is a little oh, tunnel, like and you can see some light coming oh, I'm sorry, through. I thought you were referring to the door for a second. I'm, I'm an <laughs> yeah, it's not really a door. It's like a plug. Yeah, almost, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, so was that two damage, though? Yeah. 
Unfortunately, you can't yeah. get ah! it. And, and, and then the fire's boiling the water behind <laughs> me. Really. Yeah, you could say almost that it puts the fire out. It was that much water, and it's almost right in the path where it would be spraying. So the fire goes out, and Bodo st- stops laughing, runs over. Oh, 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 he's starting to help Mark. Get off with me. <laughs> there's, some, there's light or something through the tunnel. I've, like, stepped into the tunnel. I see my silhouette with the light coming from me, but like, oh my stars! So as you look in there, uh, there's from what you can see through the tunnel, you see that there there's a little shelf, and then it looks like water, and the water seems to be moving a little bit, as in like the water is at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. So like you've you've looked through, yeah, you've looked through, and past the the wooden entryway, you see about ten or fifteen feet, and then you just see water as oh, far okay. as you can see. okay. Wow, Vados, this looks like we found your, uh, your bread and butter. And yeah, entering, entering first, I'm like under, in, under intrigue. Wow, this is going to be amazing. Look at this guy. Come on, come on. Like a little hop in my step as I enter the, enter the tunnel. Okay, so you step right through? And I would go to the other side. Yeah. Okay, so as you get out there, you can see a shelf that almost 90 degrees, almost 180 degrees covers this, this path of lake that looks to be almost 100 feet across and 60 or 70 feet wide. It's a huge body of water all of a sudden that you guys have come across. And like I said, the water is moving. And now that you're out there, um, if you look around, give me a perception check. Wow, this is crazy. Have you guys ever seen Goonies? This feels like the Goonies. And Mark, you've picked yourself up off the ground and you're standing up. What are you doing in this moment as well? Um, I'm still shaken up, being blasted across the room. I'm going to let Bodos go in after. Okay. Yeah, Bodos would be quite intrigued too because he's been in here. He never noticed this or saw any of this. So, oh, what are you feeling there? At 21. Oh, okay, oh, so... With a 21, you can see the water moving, and you notice that there is no stream or anything going in here. So the fact that it's flowing a little bit like the ocean, you know, feel as you well about that. Other than like a little trickle of water that we see. Yeah, like little bits. You'd see it. You'd see it all over. Little bits trickling down in there, oh, yeah. but nothing that would, you know, cause that kind of motion in the ocean. Wow. And you And then as you look up, you can see where the light is coming from at the top of this tunnel. Um, It's still, you know, you guys have had quite a journey, but you're probably uh, mid-afternoon. So there's quite a bit of light coming in from a hole centered over top of this lake. Okay, so it's a rather large hole from above. Yeah, you have have pretty decent vision in there. Charles, you got to get in here. It's definitely stepping in, stepping in. I'm, I'm more interested now after hearing you and Vo- Voto's talk. And I now, think we're safe. I think we're safe. <laughs> yeah. You think you're safe there? Because it's you know. No, no, no. And that's what you hear. Very echoey, very hard surface wrapped all around. Um, yeah. Uh, with the 21 and with the lighting that's in here. There's just like more or less more foliage. Yeah, more and so water trickles. on the other side, you'd see this this shelf lifts up a little bit, and in this far end, you could see a little glow over there. It's still pretty far from your vision, and it's not perfect, so at that distance, it'd be a little bit dim. Okay, so this shelf that we're on goes up and around the body water, so there is a, yeah. a path. Yeah. So from here to here, like you wouldn't 
you wouldn't be able to get there without Climbing getting in there. Oh, okay. We'd have to swim. To yeah, this would be sheer. There. I mean, you could try. Okay, but but the walls are pretty difficult. To climb. Yeah. Well, where do we start? I, I mean, I'm assuming, like, photos. Is this what they captured you? But all your information led led you to this area. Yes, it did. I've been following the smell and slime from the young. Oh wow! Really? I did. You can track your your infants like with slime. That's that's awesome. I'm disgusted. I'm, and I'm kind of disgusted too. It smells very different. And being a sea creature, it smells like seaweed and you know shit refuse from humans <laughs> dumping their waste. Yeah, yeah. You know, it don't, it don't smell great. Right, right. This water. Read the water's so the water's moving. You said, yeah, and it and it's absolute. So as I described to you guys as you've been along the way, uh, the water stunk, the bog stunk, and it's gotten worse and worse. And now it's so bad in here that you'd be praying for a fart. Like, okay, it's bad. Okay, and his and his offspring uh, it smells similar to that, and that's what he's been tracking. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I just kind of peer over the sure yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just peer over the edge and like plug my nose and like yeah you know I, I didn't really expect to be swimming in any sewage uh, to find these <laughs> these kids I'm, I'm, I'm not having second thoughts but this is I, I hope we get all the money <laughs> how much money was it to begin with you know I'm assuming it was enough to justify the, the cause <laughs> But in fact, the question was never raised. <laughs> you guys just said, yep. <laughs> so now you're going to be very disappointed. We needed the money. We needed any of the money. <laughs> so just as you raise that question, you can see all the water shoot up 20 feet in the air. And you notice that the, the place that you're standing on is slightly sloped in towards the lake. Um, I'm going to need you guys to all roll a strength saving throw. Somebody roll for Bodos. Let me know when you're rolling for it. I'll roll me first, and then I'll roll Bodos. 16 for my character. Okay. And Bodos is... Or do you want me to go last? Or? Wait, Bodos might have... I was just looking at spells just in case. But well, maybe I'll let I you roll. I don't think I have anything that works that quickly anyway. Uh, no, you can roll for him. Okay, I'll roll. Rolling for Bodos. That we didn't have. 12. Twelve plus strength. Yeah. Strength save. Yeah. Uh, so that's plus five. Seventeen. Seventeen. My character tweak got a fifteen. Okay, so you notice as the water comes down, it gets into this and it's pulling, but you all manage to hold your ground on the edge of this this cliff without being sucked back into the waste. Clinging onto whatever little bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll say just barely. So maybe it drags um, to the edge. Drags Votos right to the edge, yeah. As he's at the edge of it. Votos, don't go in just yet. I'll reach out my hand just to kind of help him scramble back up to his feet. And I'm going to stick closer, like a, at least a couple feet away from the edge after realizing how much stink and like seeing that happen. Yeah, you all reek now. You're covered in it. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, as that happens... In the water, about 20 feet from you guys, you see two creatures pop out. And you can roll initiative. And you guys can see this. How would you describe that? Um, half man, half fish. Like a lower half, of, like, a, like a mermaid. A merman. <laughs> merman! <laughs> yeah. 
but their their face is like a fish as well. But they, they wouldn't you you wouldn't think them dumb to look at them. I guess. Taking it back in photos. Do you know these guys? They look like fruitful, but eleven. I also got eleven. Yeah, and you definitely just by seeing these creatures, you know they're they're not friendly. <laughs> just just so <laughs> they look uh, they look grimaced. Yeah. <laughs> And even their eyes are pale, like they even look weird to grow those. So he would know uh, Merfolk, obviously, him being down there, which are just a humanoid type underwater creature. And so Murrow has the jump, he's the best initiative. So you just hear him, you see him bring up what looks like a long stick with a hook on the end of it, a rope tie. His closest competitor that he sees is Chad. Or oh, sorry, it's Tweak. Nineteen plus six. Twenty-five to hit. You see the rope slope behind this thing, and he's got a hold of it in the other hand. The harpoon pierces your shoulder. Eleven piercing damage. Ow! And give me a strength check. Strength check is eight. As you see this rope tighten up. Oh, pulling on your shoulder as he pulls you into the water. Twig! Ow, it smells so bad! Ow, it hurts! Ow, it smells! Yeah, it's Tweak's go. So as he does that, that last bit, he got you ten feet, and the harpoon pulled out of your shoulder. Ah! As I'm, like, struggling my arm, um, struggling to swim, I feel like that. I feel so gross inside that I'm swimming inside with an open wound. <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess I will swim back to shore with my movement. Is there a ledge that I'd have to climb? It's I almost level. Almost like, level. So maybe an inch or two, just enough that it's not running over there. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I guess that half movement with every square, since I don't have a swim speed, that'll be 10 and then 15 to be on the shore. <laughs> uh, 25. My long striders not active anymore because it was only an hour long, so that's my full movement. Ah, ah, this is uh, my wound. Uh, just pull out my longbow and shoot at him. 13, I hit. That's, uh, that's a hit. I'll say it like you give it to me. That is just a hit. <laughs> just hits, eh? Yeah, and that's, that's this guy that went after you, right? Yes, okay. yes. Three piercing with that one. Just kind of squeezing my shoulder again, but reeling in for my second attack, taking my extra attack. Twelve on the second. Oh, into the water. Ah! Uh, bonus action, uh, bardic inspiration to Charles. Get at him, Charles! Ah! <laughs> You're always much better at everything! <laughs> Okay, so I just seem to be climb back up on the shore. I want to aim at the same one he shot at. Okay. I'm going to shoot one arrow. Plus 11, so a 23 for that arrow. Yeah, so to say that it's. And now I can. I have two attacks. I can roll the damage yeah, on this one. Yeah, however you want to play it. You want to see if both attacks. I want to. I'm gonna. Up. I'm gonna use my inspiration on this one too. You don't have to tell me that until after you rolled it. Oh, okay. Well, okay. 
Oh, you can add it to your attack though, or your damage, right? Yeah, that's what I want so to do. So you can, you can, yeah. absolutely. So, that's 13 plus, so 16 damage. And he is looking bloody Take to you. Take that. Okay, I want to shoot again now. Or, okay. or, hit. Yeah. Oh, 19, 30. <laughs> 12 damage. And then I'm going to actually, I'm going to kind of widen up. So, five, is it ten? Oh, and I kind of screwed up, but oh. then he really used your perception. As that water rose and blew up into the air, that wooden enclosure jumped back up. <sighs> My bad. <laughs> <laughs> no escape. No, I'm going to stay right where I am. I'm good. Okay. Oh, uh, who wants to play it? Uh, I guess I'll go first. Just uh, he's gonna whip out his dancing sword as a bonus action. <laughs> whip it out, eh? Whip it out. <laughs> Let it dance <laughs> as he pulls it out, unsheaths it, throws it into the air. He watches this uh, long, like I think it's a long silver sword comes <laughs> dancing, flourishing out, and. Uh, he's going to start attacking this one, because you said that guy's bloody, the first one we've been attacking. Yeah, bloody. like medium bloody. Okay. The um, Yeah, he takes out a dancing sword. You can move it within 30 feet of himself and take attacks with it. One creature of your choice within 5 feet of the sword. So he's going to land the sword just in front and attack with it. It's a bonus action. As you look out to him as you're attacking him, you see a bright light in the water back here. Okay, just like does? a glow on the Or wall. just photos does. Uh, just just photos does. Photos does. You want him to convey that? Yeah, so I'll uh, <laughs> throw out the sword, puts it in place, and as he's about to strike, uh, he goes for a strike, uh, 18 to hit, and he catches his eye on this glowing object underneath the water farther ahead. I don't think we're alone now, boys. <laughs> There's more out there. Uh, so 18 to hit. Yeah, that's a hit. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Six damage from the dancing sword. That's the uh, other one, right? Uh, other one? Yeah, you got the, the closer one. Oh, yes, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Okay. And then for his full action, he will, as the as he unsheaths the sword, it starts doing its own thing, and in turn, he takes out his uh, short bow and starts an extra attack on it. First attack, uh, 19 to hit. Yep. Uh, second attack, uh, 21 to hit. Yep. So 2d6, uh, 1d6, so that's 3, and another 4. So seven total piercing damage from that as it fires off two shots. Keep your eyes on the water. Can't do that, it's crazy. <laughs> Whoa! Keep your eyes on the water. And then as far as movement's concerned, has it he can swim, correct? Well I guess he's got a swim speed because of his mariner's arm that he's wearing. Uh, not stupid enough to jump in the water just yet. He's going to just kind of get into the corner there, I guess, between us both. And that's his turn. Now, as this light appears behind you... Do you mind if I just play? No, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. This creature here 
turns around, feeling threatened as well. <laughs> oh, shit. And heads over that way. You see him again pull out his harpoon. And he throws it, but you don't see anything, and he pulls it back up. And that's his turn and his movement. So he chucked that spear into the water, but the rope didn't go tight, and then he pulled it right back up. And that is his turn. Merle number two, getting hit by Vodos, is going to pull his spear out now, too. You haven't seen much action from this guy yet. To hit? An eight to hit Motos? Yeah. Uh, no. No. <laughs> and in frustration. Did you lower his AC because of his armor to being damaged or anything like that? No, oh, I'm not no, 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 he maintained that. It's still a plate armor for him, so it maintained exactly what we had on the sheet. Just the edge. He hasn't come out yet. But you have only seen these guys from waist up, but Motos conveyed to you that they're. Uh, like a mermaid, half, they're half, half man, half fish. <laughs> and that's his name. They're man on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> All man on the bottom. Tweetster. Oh, jeez. That thing is attacking what you spotted in the water, photos. Is that light a constant light or is it a blinking light? No, now it's gone. And it's gone now? Yeah. It disappeared. Oh, God, what's happening? Uh, you can roll, uh, roll history. History? Yeah. Uh, five. You don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened. What's going on? And I'll, uh, five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, down the, this, uh, small mantle of land surrounding this water. And seeing it attacking a different creature, I'll focus my attention on the creature that is about to get after Charles on the banks. Um, just using uh, my short bow. First attack. And natural 20. Ooh, there you go. Eight all day. Yes. <laughs> definite, definite hit. <laughs> Ooh, a six and a three. Eleven total damage on the first attack. Piercing. It pierced you. You see this thing <laughs> upset with what's going on? And a 16 on the second attack. That's it. And a 1 with the 2. So 3. 3 on the second. So max damage and then <laughs> fucking averages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what always happens on a net. Uh, so full attack taken. I'm going to save my bardic until I feel more pressure to do so. And then the other bonus section. I think that's all. So you guys are chipping them down. You guys are getting weird. And that's Tweet. Charles, you are up. Hey, how much bigger are these things compared to us? One are size they, bigger. Like, so a double. Yeah. No, no, no. It wouldn't would be double. Uh, oh, they're okay. considered small and they're probably medium. Oh, you are. No, they're large. They're large creatures. Yeah. They're considered large. I got the wrong footprint, but I couldn't find anything to use for uh, them. But yeah. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, they are too So, like, like they're, they're pretty big. Yeah, comparably, yes. Yeah. Like I keep like, thinking you guys are medium, but yeah, you're a little bit. And then the one in, versus the bear, more or less. So the one in front of me, its head is right there as if it's going to come yeah. out. It's even like a whole half of its body would be out like, of water with ease. Okay, well, and I'm just gonna, in front of you. You get disadvantaged. You get, <laughs> you get disadvantaged. 
you get disadvantage with a ranged weapon that close, correct? Yeah, uh, but he, I'll just like, he's not within reach. Yeah, I'm like back on the wall. Okay, I'm gonna, as he pops up, I'm gonna shoot him in the, potentially the face. Like, just... Okay. Or the chest. 16. Good. <laughs> Six damage. Oh, do you get a, a natural one on damage, or was it the... No, only your action. Okay. Right. These things are both looking heavily bloodied at this point. Uh, bordering on between. Okay, I'm gonna shoot the one, and then I'm gonna move. Oh, yeah, you just have the one attack? Yeah, okay. I'm only gonna... I don't want to run out of arrows. <laughs> yeah. Or else I'm, like... Yeah, it's it's yeah. melee. Pass the, the baton over to Blue Um, Seeing this thing at the banks, he's going to uh, use his bonus action to move his dancing sword to behind this creature that's uh, on the on the bank here and do its attack first. A natural one. Sword and attack. Oh, oh no. On the sword's attack. So uh, <laughs> we'll see what happens. Oh. I don't know if it... I, I, don't I don't think know, that counts. It didn't really... I don't know if it would apply any of those things to apply yeah. to this object, but... Um, so, <laughs> so that's boring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. Uh, natural ones, though, so he's just like, tink, on its back. You just hear a splash in the water. It's <laughs> <laughs> get, get on, get! <laughs> and uh, he's still got his short bow out. Uh, just gonna focus on the same creature. Uh, unnatural 20. Okay, that's a hit. Attack, extra attack. As he drops down the water to his shoulders and then slowly works him way up, you can tell he's very hurt. And second attack is a natural one, so we still get. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if my life. He answer. drops to this. Uh, he drops to the ground, and the second attack just whiffs, and something happens. We we're pulling out our trusty critical fail deck. Yeah. Card, any card. Ranged attack. Grim determination. You have advantage on your next attack against the target. Yeah. Yeah. But that is about the best uh, critical fail card I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, there's different uh, severities to the cards too, and this one says awkward at the top of it. Sorry. Now, me knowing that, I know, you know what I mean? That kind of plays into me, me not wanting to attack that guy now, because I know... Well, or I mean, what just that, that would be player knowledge versus character knowledge. Yeah, I know, like, it, oh, like yeah, me so, not knowing could, that... You, you could use it, yeah, yeah, but we encourage character knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 I was just wondering. Because that, could be, that could be, like, make or break. I mean, yeah, there's totally. a give and take to that, too. The fact that you don't do it will could end up that thing getting more turns, right? So... Yeah, no, exactly. And then he might even roll crap on him. And so is that it for Votos? Uh, yep, full attack spent, bonus action spent, movement. Um, we're just going to keep our distance, I think. He's just going to move 10 feet. Uh, don't want to stray too far away from uh, Charles. I'll protect you. <laughs> and then you see this thing still effortlessly. Yeah. As he slithers... Maintaining that same distance <laughs> from you guys. I like the sound you picked for these creatures. <laughs> they sound like not like banshees, but that like yeah, that out of water mm -hmm. scream or underwater. I think it's a maze runner 
zombies. Yeah, yeah, that's true. what I think of. Yeah. That's the sound they make. They uh, <laughs> uh, got it from one of the I Am Legend. Those guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I like how their mouth opens wide. Have it night I don't like it. Okay, <laughs> so Murrow just having been attacked. Uh, so yeah, this thing uh, being hit by Bodos and seeing that magic weapon splash the water—he didn't like that either, even though it didn't hurt him. So he follows and almost mimics Bodos' movement on the dry land, but he does it so effortlessly with his body maintaining halfway across. Pulls out his harpoon, holding the rope in the other hand, and throws it at Bodos. Fourteen misses. And then yeah, you just see him shriek. That is his turn. Across the water, you see the other Muro floating there, rolling his rope back up after this altercation's had with his harpoon by his side. And out of the water, you see a tentacle rise up into the air. And it wraps around this Muro. Lifts in crushes it, and then the tentacle disappears back into the water. And then you see a, a bulge in the water ripple up and move this way. And then it kind of dissipates. Just towards the shore and then back under. Oh, yeah. You should get your back to the wall, Tweak. Oh my god, it's coming right for us! And that is its turn. I knew this would have been a wall. As you can assume, that Muro is no more. <laughs> uh, I look over to Bodos and Charles, and my eyes grow wide at the sight of this, and I'm contemplating the water, the vial of water breathing. Um, so assumption underwater breathing. Was it safe to assume it was for water breathing? The she she gave you a description as a hillbilly was. You safely can assume okay. that. Um, she said it would assist you underwater. Charles, do you want this or should I? As I start to like take it off my neck. And if you want it, you can have it. I just, I just want it. No, you take it. I have uh, my own tricks. Okay. I'm taking it. Action. Drink this potion. Okay, and just so you guys know, if this battle ensues in the water, rising up is going to be your depth underneath, just to manipulate that. Um, yeah, basically, as you'd see this, it would look bottomless to you. So if you go in the water and you say you want to go down 10 feet, you're going to be rising up 10 feet. On oh, I see. Just okay. to relay that you're at a depth. From where I'm standing... It disappeared again. It didn't it. disappear. You could see, but it would look like a couple of snakes. And okay. every once in a while, you might get a glimpse of... Because it's rather dirty water. Here. Yeah, it's, well, it's like, it's dim light, so... Okay. I mean, you'd probably be able to see better if you were under there, but okay. the reflection from the light coming in from the ceiling and stuff. So you'd catch glimpses, especially with the rolling waves, and you'd get a dark spot where you could see through. And probably 15 feet underwater, it looks like there's snakes moving around there. Gross. It's like finding a snake in your outhouse or something. <laughs> Down in this potion, I am uh, going to roll to see if... Uh, I don't think I want to go under the water unless I have to. 
because I still don't have a swimming speed. I just have I can just breathe underwater with this thing. I don't uh, don't really have anything enough for bonus action that I other than uh, inspiration here. But I feel like I want to save it for the moment. So I'm just going to move down the bank a few feet, 15 feet to be exact, and just peer into the water and see if I can gauge anything about the shape of the creature other than these tentacles that I see whipping. Just kind of take that moment, that next six seconds, to just peer down into the water and catch, try and catch a glimpse, see if I can see if it's coming straight towards me or if it's going to go deeper or, like, I don't know, anything like that. When you look underneath, you see, like, what looks like one snake in front and behind, and you would think that it's just maintaining its position at this point. Okay, it's just there. So that's why the water built up and then stopped and kind of okay, resided yeah, a little bit. But you could kind of push the water towards the bank and then just stood its ground. I, uh, I don't know what it's doing. I'm prepared for to go underwater, though. <laughs> I'll just leave it there. I suggest you do the same. You're up, Charles. What, what am I going to do? I asked you if yeah. you wanted it. <laughs> I'm going to shoot uh, the Murrow, the last Murrow in front of they us. They are uh, a twisted Murfolk. 23. Yeah. 11. Arrow? Yeah, one arrow. So you draw your arrow back, and so like just as you shoot it, the Murrow looks over to you, and you get it right as its mouth is open, as it's letting out another scream. <laughs> and it drops down, disappears under the water. Just reminds me of Peter Griffin puts that pencil. <laughs> <laughs> and now what are you doing, Charles? I'm gonna, I'm gonna make my way over to uh, Tweak because he's gazing into the water. I want to scan, scan, like look back at Vados to see if what he's doing. Like, just pretty much scan this area. So, if it was six seconds, you would have have seen what he had just done. I've done six seconds, so he wouldn't have switched too much. Yeah, I keep thinking. And then, yeah, you moved in there, so you're all basically in battle, turn after turn after turn, so what you you witnessed him doing is what he's doing. Um, And is that it for you? Yeah. Okay, and as you do that again, the water shoots back up out of the ground. Probably the Ooh, natural 20. 19. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, oh, nine, nine, nine. Yeah. <laughs> the net 20 is net 20 to me. Uh, 12 for Tweak. And 13, no, four, 15, sorry, for Votos. Oh, poor little Tweak. The water shoots up and runs down the cavern walls. Charles is nearly unaffected as he saw it happen the first time. He's ready the second time. He plants his feet, one hand against the wall, holds his ground. Bodo slips a little bit and just tries to grab Tweak as he's swept down and into the water. <laughs> Popping back up just because I'm at the surface now, yeah. but I swept in. Yeah. <laughs> Catching a big gulp of this gross one. <laughs> it's really gross. <laughs> and Bodos is up. <laughs> Photos is going to uh, so we can all see this thing under the surface of the water. Can we accurately gauge that ten feet that it's under the water? Or um, is it just at a disadvantage? Should we try to? Yeah, it would be a disadvantage. Yeah. Um, it's going. He's going to take his uh, dancing sword as he waves his hand till you see the sword just start to jet uh, over the top of the water. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty. 
2530 can't make it all the way to it um, so it's on its way with this bonus action um, Bodos can I make um, I can make any decision with him then like yep, yep. I didn't know totally if you, you had any yep. sort of control and he said um, give me back my offspring or give me what would a <laughs> fish man refer to his children as I just was saying the little one or school, okay, little one. Yeah. give me back my little one and he's a minute and then he dives into the water Ooh, 10 brave <laughs> 15 20 25 30 as he gets parallel with this creature underwater so he's underwater too just under just five feet under so he's just under the water as he dives in so as he's just five under the water, move with his movement, bonus action. So as he gets under the water, because he's no longer dealing with the reflection, he's looking directly at that. As he uh, reacts to it with that, like, drowned out, not scream, but very surprised. Oh, but under the water, Votos' voice would sound distinguished. Oh, okay, sweet. Oh, God, it's... Because he has to carry water, so he can breathe above water or below. <laughs> so I play on the mechanic that he has a, a pouch that he keeps water in that he can breathe for up to eight hours out of the water. Okay. And that's why he talked about well. Because oh, it's constantly just going through water. Yeah. Okay, I really like that. Oh, God. Did you... Oh, my God. Nobody, nobody's, nobody's home. <laughs> I couldn't wait for that. I just hope for that. I love that, too. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> that's how he sounds underwater. But uh, he takes his bow, and so underwater combat. I don't know if you read up on it at all, but I tried. I, I couldn't find yeah. much. Um, I was just going to cut your maxes down by ten feet. Ah, they, they do um, talk about it in the player's handbook, and it is specific weapons have disadvantage. I can find it here, real quick. Underwater combat. So you make one weapon. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> a cre- uh, when making a melee weapon attack, a creature doesn't have a, a creature that doesn't have a swimming speed, either natural or granted by magic, has disadvantage on the attack roll unless the weapon is a dagger, javelin, short sword, spear, or trident. So he does have a swimming speed. Yeah. So he's not at a disadvantage. And a ranged weapon attack automatically misses a target beyond the weapon's normal range. So that would be where you were kind of going okay. away from the range. Still so there is no max range. We're only using the min range now. Yes. From okay. Five to whatever, like one fifty or whatever that is. Even against a target within normal range, the attack roll has disadvantage unless the weapon is a crossbow, a net, or a weapon that is thrown, like a javelin. Spear, trident, or dart. Creatures and objects that are fully immersed in water have resistance to fire damage. And that's all they touch on. Okay. Uh, so, with his short bow uh, being well within range, he's just gonna attack it. Take this, you filthy animal! <laughs> that's so <laughs> 23 to hit. That is a hit. There's damage. Damn it. Minimum uh, 3 in <clears> the <throat> second attack. Uh, 18 plus 8, uh, 26. Yep. Damn it! And he grabs another arrow. Ah! Five. What was your other damage? Uh, three. And was that his full movement? Uh, that was, was it? Uh, his full action, yes. And his full movement is spent, and his bonus action was to move the sword. He is done. Okay. Take that! Oh, he moves, and you see this thing pop out of the water. It appears to have three eyes centered on its head. I, I don't know how 
Well, you guys have seen it. I'm thinking the ones on the side are ears, it has gills, it has everything. And then one of the main tentacles is obviously used to swim. You can see that one kind of guiding him. That's why when they were spread out, you could assume he's not moving. And if he does move, you can assume. Super easy in there, too. Yeah. Fucking fast as hell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not as fast as you'd think, I guess, but okay. So is that his tentacle now, or is that him? That's him. Yeah. So the water would would run up on the sides and stuff. Not as intense as before, just for flavor. You see the water just, he just pushes it around effortlessly. And a tentacle comes up. Strike weak. Oh, God. Fifteen? Fifteen on tweaks. I think it's miss. Yep, miss. And then a second one comes up. (laughs) Ooh, 27 to hit. Yep, that hits for sure. What kind of damage is this? Bludgeoning? Yep. So nine bludgeoning damage comes through. And I need you to roll me a con save. A third tentacle comes up, going after Charles, with 23 to hit. Oh yeah, baby! Ten bludgeoning goes through, roll me a console. Unnatural 20. Hooray! You're like, some slits start opening in the side of your neck, and then they close back down. Ah, 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 oh. oh, I go good! 21 console. Same thing happens to you, these sores open up and pulls back down and as that happened he found it hard to draw breath. That's fucked up. <laughs> that is the Avalos move and movement. <laughs> okay. That's his turn. Oh, he hit him from there. Both of you. Both of you. Yes, so his reaches. Reach is good. Just it. Throw that out there. And now to have the tentacles gone back down after they, they came up yeah. with flail and yeah. then like he steadies himself with them. So, so right now but you no, can see this head and just rows of teeth, eyes up, tiny little sluts for ears. The Avaloth is quite aggressive. <laughs> John to tweak. Oh god, it's time to take out the big guns, boys. <laughs> I'm going to cast Cloud of Daggers. 60 foot range, a cube, 5 feet on each side, centered on a point you choose within range, 5 feet on each side. So it's just a 5 foot cube, so just his immediate space there. Uh, it's more like he, he's got like this component pouch and he takes out a silver, a silver glass is one of the components, and not have, doesn't have any monetary value. Um, Fill the air with spinning daggers in a cube five feet on each side, centered on a point you choose within range. The creature takes 4d4 slashing damage when it enters the spell's area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there. When you cast this spell using a spell slot of third level or higher, the damage increases by 2d4 for each slot. I'm going to cast it at... cast up to five. Six additional d4s. Holy... Good for you. Cool, so that's 10 d4s on the beginning of his turn as you see yeah that cloud of daggers start like sending a bunch of scissors in the air it's like little sparks even from hitting yeah, each other in the yeah. air like the so like, tornado of daggers spinning in his face that is my full action bonus action so that's like on his on, on the beginning of your creature's turn that'll that'll take the damage he'll take the damage on Okay. And in all of your heads at that moment, you hear, How dare the bolts curses! Curses. 
think uh, other other yeah I don't know if Jonas has any Jonda has any respond to that in the moment he just listens and widens his eyes do you think he's ever seen or been dealt with telepathy I think I'll have like uh, a level 10 oh is that what it is yeah it's, it's not like oh yeah um okay so and then that is that just like treading water more or less casting that spell uh yeah, yeah did you hear that oh god and then this uh, tornado of daggers comes uh, start to, starting to wrap around this creature um and I guess I'm gonna go down since I can breathe. I'm gonna go down. Oh, you drank it? I did drink oh, it. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna get to go in. So I'm just gonna dive down uh, 15 feet. Just 10. Just 10 feet. Um, so movement went down 10 feet underneath this creature, kind of looking at him. The cloud of daggers is spinning around. Uh, bonus action, bardic inspiration. Uh, for Charles again before I go under. Did you hear that? Check it out, Charles. I'm going down under. <laughs> perfect dive. <laughs> within an accent. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, to do that, and so you have your bardic inspiration once again. Give me that. And yep, yeah, now I'm full 10 feet under and just breathing underwater for one of the you know very rare occasions that I ever get to do that. A little taken aback. I would say that the underwater breathing also gives you the ability to communicate under there as well. Okay. Like you function underwater now. That makes sense. That's good. And that's Matt to me. Okay, Charles. So I heard, inspired. I heard that voice too, Actually, so I was... you get inspiration for that. I'll just this. Woohoo! I heard the voice, so I was like, I was startled, I clutched my ears, and then as I did that, I, I started feeling around my neck again because I didn't know yeah. what that was. But they disappeared and, on you, so and, you're just like, yeah, oh, and like so, that. and then I, I'm gonna continue to just get back at it, focus. So now there's his, his head is breached, or is there tentacles? No, just his head is breached. His head. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna shoot an arrow. I'm gonna actually light the tip up on this one. Do a fire arrow. And you, you and there won't be a resistance to that because you are shooting at an exposed part of the wall. Yeah. So I'm aiming right for the head. <laughs> it's like your expression. Is it a one? <laughs> 14. Is it a one though? No. Oh, okay. Three. 14. Uh, no, 14. And so as you shoot that, you shoot at its mouth, but it opens its mouth, and the arrow just passes through his jaws, just missing him. And then you see it turn and look at you, and you see each of its three eyes blink individually. And then I'm going to shoot another quick one, not a fire arrow though. 20, not natural. And then I'm going to use my inspiration, or my, uh, what do you call that? Bardic inspiration. Bardic inspiration yeah. for extra damage. 19 damage. With what? And then it turns and you see its mouth open, but its pain <laughs> is in your head. And are you moving? So he, that's him right there, like in yeah. that area? Okay, I'm gonna move over. As you do that, he takes a swat at you. Oh, I guess, okay. <laughs> I always forget that. You'll learn one day. Yeah. <laughs> I love, I love the so new So you're, you're, you're better off not moving. So, yeah, it depends, like strategically, like... Well, you lucked out. That's, that, yeah, that's a big plus to yeah. miss, too. Yeah. yeah, you take that chance and it works out sometimes. Wow. Um, so yeah, he, he did roll one. So you guys are going to uh, all have a d6 added to your next attack damage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna make, it up. I just gotta remember it now. 
Okay, so Charles is done. Votos, you are up. Whoa. No, he's on the water still. <laughs> well, let me see. I wish I might. No, that's <laughs> that Bring my funny. reef sharks, friends, tonight. <laughs> he's got this spell underwater. He's going to cast uh, summon oh, four beasts of half rating. So I need four minis uh, that are going to be reef sharks as he casts Conjure Animal. And the range is 60 feet. So I just want to surround... And they're reef sharks? Yes, and I have the stat block here. So uh, within 60 feet, you see four reef sharks. I like to think that he's like, my reef sharks friends tonight, and they start really small, and then they grow into full size, and he shoots them out. Bam. Bam. Let's go Bam. I like that I didn't read into bonus. I have no idea really what he can do. So. <laughs> and all these sharks start to swim and around him, around this creature, and uh, meeting Roth. Uh, so they have their own initiative to begin with. A natural 20 on their initiative. <laughs> so, oh, so they all operate on that initiative. Yes, I okay, think that's so. Not so, he, so that's his full action spent. Uh, bonus action. So Hunter's Mark on the same creature in preparation. And that's bonus action, and then he's going to just swim underwater 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, and then just kind of line himself up there. Five feet under? Yeah, just staying five feet under, just underneath the surface, and that's his turn. Okay, so it's Reef Shark's turn. Nice. Uh, Reef Sharks uh, being surrounding this creature now, you just see them start to chomp and try and tear away. Uh, they have packed tactics. The Ooh, shark yeah, for all of them, And they have water breathing, so let's just roll off some attacks here against this thing, see if we hit. Two guys here on the go. Um, we'll, we'll just go clockwise, starting with the wolf mini. Uh, unnatural 20. Nice. <laughs> so, Little fucking reef shark. <laughs> so it's aggressive. They're hungry. You just see that one, like, confused almost, like, most sea creatures are either under its spell or part of its evil, and now it has all these things in the water and around it that it's not controlling, it doesn't like that, so you hear that roar in everybody's head again, oh yeah! As I roll max damage twice and add my modifier. Uh, 18 piercing damage. 18? Yeah. Wow, that's just one of them. <laughs> one of them, yeah. That is the most, what? yeah, the most damage. <laughs> that's the max damage a creature, this creature can do. Wow, okay, now he's a little terrified of these fucking things. Uh, not so great on the second creature, a 9 to hit. Miss. Third creature, 23 hit. to hit. Uh, 8 piercing damage, and then last creature 11 yes uh, that's them they're just gonna hold their ground as they constantly start ripping and tearing but first the outlaw didn't see these things curses didn't see these things as a threat and now this one caused you know a huge tear into one of his uh, one of his tentacles you see a chunk come out of it from this reef shark and it just took him by surprise so as his turn is Chad he's got these daggers around him. Oh, right, as he begins his turn. Fuck me. Fuck me. I think, I think Fuck there's you. what? There's a massive <laughs> amount 
Like, you rolled it how many times higher than it was? Uh, level five, so it's like a huge tornado of D4 damage coming at you. I'm gonna unlock it. That's pretty low. <laughs> 21. And you see this creature is lightly bloody down to the. Ooh. That's <laughs> okay. It's alright. I think I'm doing that correctly. I should have read it again before I started, but yeah, lightly bloody. Alright. Uh, so that cloud of daggers takes effect. It's his turn, correct? That's why he took the damage. Angry, you see all three of his tentacles come out of the water at once and go after these reef sharks. 19 to hit? Yep. Okay, I'm just gonna roll three of them. 19 again. And 23. Yep. On the first one, 10 damage. Second one, 7 damage. This attack is just rolling shit. Do you want separate creatures or do you want them all in one? You're attacking them as separate creatures, right? You're not yeah, yes, I'm attacking on okay. separate. That's why three tentacles came out and hit three different reshows. And a third attack, sorry, was how much time? About eight. They are all bloodied at that point. They're all, like, knock them into half there. That's the end of its turn, but as it ends its turn, it will take a tail swipe that the reef shark had never hit yet as a legendary action. Ooh. 11? 11 to hit is a uh, miss. Fuck me! <laughs> Some sort of legendary action, yeah. <laughs> so it swipes its tail and like the water picks up and moves and it's just frustrated by everything and, and it's confused and, you know, yeah, you guys are bugging the shit out of this thing. Not confused, distracted. It's a very highly intelligent creature, but... Yeah, very distracted. Okay, Tweak. Oh god, what is this? What is this thing? So Tweak, here's, uh, here's this creature in his mind, and he's, this creature's asking, who are you, sort of thing? To, to oppose him. Who are we to oppose yeah. him? Um, We're your worst nightmare, unless you give us back those children! Um, and I think I have to hold concentration on my uh, cloud of daggers. Let's see. So it is concentration, but it stays in effect because that was my full action last turn. So that's still going, but as a full action this turn, I will. So I'm just gonna underwater shoot him with my short bow. Keep it easy. 25 to hit. That is a hit. Ah, three piercing. Extra attack. And three plus six, nine for the second attack. Misses. What was the first? Yeah, they're both misses. Uh, only three damage. Well, you worst nightmare unless you give us back those kids. <laughs> uh, I see Bodos underwater, and I'm going to give him Bardic Inspiration this time with my last one. And in your head, you hear him reply back. You think they want. Yeah, he's medium bloody. You can see you're starting, you're starting to show tatters and torn and where you guys are getting him. And, okay, so there's no telltale signs that he's resisting these uh, normal attacks. Uh, roll, um, roll perception. Fourteen. Sure, that'll give it to you. Yeah, it doesn't look like he's resisting. Uh, he's going to hold his ground. He doesn't want to. Yeah, we're good. Okay, all done. Finally. <laughs> Charles is like, fuck. It's my turn. Yeah, I already moved it. It is Charles' turn. It's still so long, I shouldn't move that until you guys see it. It's a great method to keep track and then you just screw it up. Okay, yeah. Charles, you have the floor. So I have, my two teammates are underwater now. I haven't seen them for 
12 seconds, let's say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I just see, like, pretty much flailing in that vicinity. Uh, I want to kind of scan the area to see if there's anything that I can do to better help my team. Anything at all. I don't know. I've done this. Like, like, pretty much, roll, I'm roll, running out of options, or roll me a perception, or I'm just gonna keep shooting. Natural twenty. Natural twenty. You see a uh, stalactite that looks broken over top of this thing. Uh, one or you see one in particular one. that's right over top okay. of it. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Okay, so we'll call it. It's it's about thirty feet above the water. Help on it, as in like how to treat it. Yeah. Um, if you set an AC to the stone, which is on the sheet. Okay. And if it breaks that AC, then you can add like it takes this much damage to knock it free. Okay. That or if he uses like let's say he used the shatter spell or something like that, that could immediately knock it free if you know he approached it a little bit. And I mean you can change that AC to all in your mind how precarious. Okay, I got one of mine. Okay, so I, I see that. Quickly grab out of my pouch a tiny feather and a fan, and I start wafting really quick. And then the air in the room starts to flutter. Point up to the ceiling where the stout stalagmite. Stalagmite, I think. Tightmite. Tight from the ground. Stalagmite. What, whatever. <laughs> Nobody point, cares. point there and cast wind wall up pretty much to cover the ceiling in wind. Okay, and as you do that, you can see little bits of rock fly off, and then as this thing starts to drop, roll me two d8s. Ten. And then a d10. You don't have a d10? No. Oh yeah, you don't get anything. <laughs> Six. Six. So, um, you caused... You caused 10 damage to it, and the weight of this thing has pushed him down five feet underwater. So he stays in reach, so if you'd have got 10, he might have had opportunity attacks from all of those reef shirts. Like the creativity back. Try. an inspiration. I realized I didn't hand any of that out during the Vampire Labyrinth. <laughs> <laughs> no inspiration for nobody, and there was cool um, shit. Are you moving, or are you good um, Was that considered an attack? I don't think I... I think this is just... That's your action. I think it's void. Yeah, in my opinion, it kind of is lost yeah. in that. Yeah, now. nope. I like to play like that. Not it was, really. Yeah, it was on your next attack, but then that was the rock that actually did the damage. Uh, I'm gonna continue to move. Wow. Yeah, you get your movement. Oh, I'm not in melee range. Wow. Nope. Okay. Nope. You so moved away. You got your one. You got your one hit there. I can't hit you twice. So I'd love to. Though. I'm gonna go more to the the water on the edge of the water now to get more. I know. A better idea of where my teammates are. And this thing isn't dumb. It knows what happened, and it will evoke another legendary action. As you see a tentacle come out of the water, a pointed piece running away. It gets in your head, except it's not talking to you. You just hear this. Until it's unbearable. Taking 13 psychic damage. And one legendary action left. <laughs> Don't worry. We plastered all over the internet in no time. <laughs> so it's a no on stop it's just continuing now no it hurts you and then it's, it's and then it dissipates okay yeah. so I don't know how you feel about what just happened there though and that just happened to him sorry that yeah it just happened to him he pointed at him as he was running away feeling a little bit threatened by being hit by that shit and that is Vodos now look at me keeping track <laughs> <laughs> and then you see him like 
whatever's drawn out of you, you see a couple of patches close back up on this thing. Photos being inspired in more ways than one. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing he heard from this creature was the same thing that Tweak heard, where he was like, maybe they don't want to leave. Yeah. He heard that as well. I don't believe that's true. My offspring would never want to leave the school. <laughs> <laughs> and he will... So his dancing sword is just like, when it's not active, he's not using his bonus action to use it. He just kind of like flourishes a little bit, but then kind of just floats in the in the air, and it's it's above the water, actually. Yeah, because the Abeloth now went again. Okay, so he's underwater, and this, so he's just leaving the sword where it is. He's holding concentration, actually, on Conjure Animals, so he, I made a mistake and said he did the Hunter's Mark as a bonus action. I wouldn't have done that knowing that concentration yeah. is excellent. I'll disregard it, because I'd rather you not have any. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you. Guys have done wonderful against this thing so far. Holding concentration on the animals and just firing away with his short bow. Uh, no pack tactics attached to him and no other advantages as such. 21 to hit. Is it hit? 5 damage, piercing damage. And the extra attack aspect. Another 21 to hit. Or 7 piercing damage. It's going to use that bardic inspiration. What was the last damage you said? Sorry, uh, I didn't like uh, it. Five. Or, so, sorry, no, seven. It was a five and a seven. Holding on to the inspiration from the DM for that, that miss attack, but he is done. And the wounds that you saw healed now open back up. Okay. And yeah, this creature is looking medium bloody. And sorry, because I'm holding, I, I have my bonus action still, so I can the sword go underwater? I guess it could. It's said that if it's a melee weapon, it's a disadvantage. It's a disadvantage, yeah. yes. Unless it was a certain weapon, which longsword is not one of those weapons, I'm sure. So at disadvantage, the sword moves under the water in its current space. So disadvantage attack on the sword. Five is 16 to hit. Miss. Miss. Uh, now I'm done. <laughs> okay, refresh, refresh. Refresh, refresh. All advantage attacks. Creature one. Another natural 20. Unbelievable. <laughs> that same same dude that. Uh, <laughs> uh, same creature from last time. Uh, they all have d8. So 2d8 plus 2. Oh, another max. Fucking another 2 max. Same creature. Wow, it's just on fire. <laughs> uh, 18. Um, second creature. Uh, 14. 19. Yeah. Uh, 10. Nope. 8 damage. This thing's actually like fucked with. <laughs> the, last, <laughs> the last creature. 13 to hit. Miss. That's even an out. Two out of the four have been hit. Wow, that one's caused more damage than anybody else. Yeah, two like, fucking natural The fucking grief truck has done more damage than anybody He's my buddy. Okay. <laughs> Curses. Get him, yes. Reef Sharks, get him. Yeah. Fist at what's going on wants to end these Reef Sharks. Just my little buddy. Um, so the first one is 17 to hit. Uh, begins his turn. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he's going to take that. Oh, he's he's gone from that now. Uh, the five-foot cube, he would have dove down. Five-foot under, so he'd be ten, well, five feet away from it. Yeah, because uh, so it didn't say five by reach. five by five by five. That's right, so... So does it stay there if he if he leaves reach of it? He would have he it would have stayed there okay. yes and then I didn't clue into the fact that he you're good. <laughs> um, so curses 
again is going to take a tentacle attack on each of the same three that he did the first time. 26 to hit. Yep. 13 damage to the first one. The shark that has been critting his ass off disappears. Second, he's got 22 to hit. Yep. 16 damage. Next one disappears. Third one is... 17 to hit. 17 to hit, yep. 13 damage. Uh, 13 is, is still up on death's door with the one HP left. And that will be its turn, and it will invoke, he will raise up his tentacle after his action is done, and he'll point it at the untouched creature, this shark. 12, 15 damage goes through that shark. The uh, untouched one. The untouched one? Yeah. No, my precious babies. And then feeling like it doesn't like to be here, it's going to take the risk of the reef sharks. Take its movement, so roll your... First attack advantage, opportunity attack. Unnatural 20. That's good. Second attack, 13. Yes. Six piercing damage is the one that you just whipped with your tail. He is looking bordering on heavily blades. Movement's a little slower. Just flavor he's still able to do his folder. This photo sees him swim away from the pack. You're not getting away that easy. <laughs> and then as you do that, again, the water shoots up out of the air, riding down, and you beat the only one left up there. All you're saved. Strength? Yeah. Nine. Total? So you, yeah, you're pulled into the water, and you're pulled 20 feet into the water. And it's Tweak's turn. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Photos, this thing is going to get away. I'm going to use my movement, I guess, first, and uh, dropping uh, the cloud of daggers, seeing that it's no longer doing anything. Um, staying 10 feet under and moving... Come to my hole. How does this gnome feel? Breathing underwater and stuff like that. It's gotta be weird. And being able to talk. Uh, tweak. Fascinated. I mean, that's probably an experience fairly rare for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if he's uh, experienced anything like it. And he's like swimming and he's kicking his little legs. He's get him! You gotta get him! Yeah. Uh, and you would be able to hear, like, without interfering noise and stuff, you would be able to hear better underwater if you were to converse with somebody who's able to do that. And he actually can't swim that far, so that's why I'm moving him back, because he's at half speed while swimming. So he moves at half speed, just a little bit closer to the, to the thing, to this creature. And I have two level slot, uh, two level five slots, and I didn't pick any spells <laughs> for level five. <laughs> I can, I'm just casting things at higher level. Whatever. I feel like that's my best bet is just to cast uh, this higher level cloud of daggers again underneath the water. Um, so yeah, using my second, fifth level spell slot, casting cloud of daggers in the zone that it's in right now, underneath the water, a little bit lower. So it's this, uh, another massive cloud of daggers just start to <laughs> they're underwater all muffled by the by the water so you think your guy would have had two of those um, um, crystals you were so I about? think it's the the act of not it doesn't consume 
it. It oh, has okay. silver glass, but it doesn't technically consume it. But it's the act. It's verbal, somatic, and a material component. Maybe it consumes it. Probably roll it. Uh, sure, sure. Why not? <laughs> Since I don't know the ruling. You go ahead. Just call it fifty-fifty. Right. Uh, we'll go so eleven or higher. <laughs> I got a fourteen for you. Okay. So you know. Um, I'm gonna have to look into that because yeah. that's a good one because it's a component so it's like some are consumed some aren't but I feel like yeah I'll, I'll look into it you've got it this time I anyway. got it this time uh, so another cloud of daggers uh, it'll be a 10d4 on its turn with that full action movement uh, I have no more inspiration to give I believe I'll just hold it there I can't think of anything Charles Barkley <laughs> so I'm now flailing in the water. Yeah, flailing. Yeah. Be probably well, after swimming. Swimming now, yeah. treading water. And yeah. Now I've water. seen the creature move. Yeah, has it risen now? No, nope, it's still underwater. It's still underwater. And you cast those daggers underwater? Under the dagger is able to yeah, be without whatever. resistance underwater, if uh, I remember correctly. Yes, that's right. Daggers is only. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Charles? So I'm going to dive down five feet so I can actually, well, I can see through this water. Yeah, it's clear when you're under there. It was the reflection that was bugging okay, you Okay, so I'm going to dive down five feet, get my visuals to find the target, and uh, shoot two more arrows. Miss. 27. Natural 20. Um, so what, what can I use my inspiration for? Is it uh, to add on to the rolls? So hit you, that, that would give you advantage on any d20 roll. So technically can't apply it to damage, but you could have re-rolled a miss on your attack. Yeah. Okay. And I can hold on to this forever. Right? Yep. Okay. Perfect. So Unless the DM takes it away. My two, <laughs> which is bad for him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing it. No, just because he said that. Twenty damage total. Two arrows. That was with your crit damage on the second attack. Oh. Okay. I've you never crit it. Yeah, I got a natural two. And as that happens, this thing shrieks and now that piercing noise is in every creature at once man he was waiting for you all to be in the water wasn't he <laughs> mop, mop, mop. Uh, mop. roll me dc or roll me sorry uh it's the beginning of his turn no everybody oh. right now legendary wisdom yeah it's not i'll show you that wisdom saving throw 18 18 19 plus. And then uh, the two oh, weak sharks, I guess. 19 plus fucking eight? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's good. Cool. So he's wise. Weak shark. Uh, so natural one on this creature. Creature three. So it takes 11 psychic damage. Oh yeah, he was on he was on death's door, so he's out of there. Psychic damage. He's like, ah, <laughs> It turns upside down and you just see a white belly. You know? <laughs> uh, last reef shark at three plus nothing. No, he takes ten psychic damage. Yeah, and he also, uh, they, they all look at each other. They're like, <laughs> <laughs> they start attacking each other. So there's just two white bellies floating where those were, yeah. All his creatures are dead. Uh, Still very powerful. That like, was a good for, one. <laughs> for like one spell, right? Yeah. Oof. It's uh, crazy. Photos. Photos. Conjured animals. <laughs> Technically, I could. I just, uh, I'm going to try something different. So he's looking bloody, heavily bloody. Heavily bloody, yeah. Okay. 
horse racing. And so after after that action, Chad, do you guys see that green light appear again over here? That green light appears yeah. so, over yeah. here. Okay. Uh, the light green haze appears in the same spot it appeared before. Okay. Photos seeing that out of the corner of his eye turns around. Can I make a perception check to see if I can see anything? Sure. You'd have to roll a history on that or for him. How's I mean, his arcana? Arcana. I don't know if he's ever seen oh. anything like it before. That's okay. what I, I don't know enough about photos. So he's not proficient. He has a minus one. But in all the pictures and you see like an astral door plane, it's that light green haze that appears in the I doorway. See. I see. Um, so yeah, it's So whether you can play, whether he understands what that is or not. Yeah. Um, so so immediately turning around, that's what he would see. He'd be able to focus in. Yeah. On I feel like just because he saw it the first time, it would draw him again, kind of thing. Okay. So I mean, I could. I guess I could roll for it. Uh, it's one of those two still. If you wanted, I just I'm not proficient with it. So. Um, you've seen those doorways, and you think that it might be one. Okay. So it's just taking on. It's taking on a bit of a shape when I turn around and look at it. Uh, it's just a, a haze it's underwater, haze. but that color speaks to you. Okay. Okay. Um, and it would, you would think it's pretty da- pretty far down there, but whatever. So turn around, see this haze, look over at uh, Tweak, look over at Charles, which uh, you just see the bottom half is, is treading water. Uh, it came down five feet. Did you, did you go five feet? Okay. Um, God damn this thing and it's extra dimensional. <laughs> oh shit. And uh, Tweak would understand that you would. And turns back to the creature. Now I'll use my Hunter's Mark as a bonus action. So Hunter's Mark is applied, and I can take advantage of it this turn as yeah. he continues to just shoot arrows at it. Gimme! First, the, shoots the first one. Uh, 18. Okay, see if you can nap. Hunter's Mark. Uh, that doesn't give me advantage, just oh. gives me an additional decent. So oh, okay, okay. Damage. I like the way you think, though. <laughs> and a 19 on his second attack. Okay, full fit. Okay, so we'll do my damage from his first attack. The max damage is an additional 6. 11 damage for the first hit. Gimme that! Second attack. My goddamn offspring! The second damage. <laughs> 7. 18 total. So, as that final arrow flies through. You see this thing blink, blink, and as the big eye opens up on the top, your girl straight into it, and all that. You'd always kind of hear his breathing and his stuff inside your head. Now it goes silent as the creature slowly starts to drop into the abyss. You've killed the animal. Where's my children? Where's the gold? <laughs> as I like curl up in anger as seeing this thing die and fall, and and I turn back to the other two. We don't know where the children are! So underwater, as this thing disappears, you now see four small things in the water starting to float up. No, so I'm, I'm I can't breathe, so I'm going oh, to come trying. back up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I was counting, too, so you, yeah. can, you, you can be quite a while under there, 30 seconds, so... Uh, I guess he turned... Uh, uh, John to... Uh, uh, I gotta get the other voice. <laughs> just look! Wait, just look! And he, turn him ba- he turns back around and starts to see them come floating floating up. There they are! There, get them! And, Who's uh, closest? Uh, John? Or, sorry, uh, Lotus? He can from see here, right? their eyes are glowing and then they start to dissipate and you can see like the color come back into their eyes as they were 
so you could assume that they were charmed or under a spell there. Catching a glimpse of why he said you assume they want to. They were just swimming down there, staying under the water far enough you guys can see. Tweak's gonna go up. Um, assuming Votos would like head right down. Yeah, there. he would for and, sure. Uh, Tweak's because to him that's family. To you guys are just helping. Yeah. yeah. I gotta get my... yeah. <laughs> the kids, they're coming back up. Quick, get over here. So I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna go right to shore because I'm not a swimmer. And I'm just kind of like, I'm excited, so I'm just going to kick my little legs all the way over there. <laughs> <laughs> They're here, and I'm just going to go on mm-hmm. the surface, and then as you, like, literally run and beat me over there, pretty much. Yeah. And as, as Bodos is swimming over towards them, one of the small creatures in there sees him and instantly starts swimming towards him as well. Cool. As uh, those little... Uncle! <laughs> Uncle Bodos! <laughs> Oh, my little Jimmy! <laughs> I said Jimmy, not Jimmy. Yeah. No. <laughs> that, that, that makes sense, yeah. <laughs> oh, my little Jimmy, I'm so glad you're alive. <laughs> he so, starts uh, grabbing him and grabs maybe one of the other ones and swims him to the surface, uh, handing him handing him off to Charles. Uh, Tweak is uh, trying to catch up, dives his little legs down there to try and help, but he's like barely a help as they're probably floating up to the surface. Yeah, and you see them like belly up laying there, and you can see the same... Slits that you could think that appeared in your neck are there, and they start to slowly. <laughs> as you see them take a breath as they come out of the water, one of the children appears to have jewelry and stuff on it. You could assume it was the Lord's child that you guys know is worth some cash to you. You don't know how much, <laughs> but it's worth some money to you. Catching up with the other two that have floated to the surface, I've kind of just started to kick my little legs and push them to the surface for Charles to receive them, pulling them up one by one. Okay, and I think that's a good point. We can deal with the the end of this and all the experience and stuff like that to put on these characters after. That's a good spot to end. Nice. However you've decided to consume our content, whether that be strictly in audio form here on the podcast or experiencing us in full color on our Twitch or YouTube channels, we thank you for supporting the show. Remember to leave a rate and review when you can and come say hi sometime during a live stream. Hit those follow and subscribe buttons and never miss an episode. There's lots to look forward to and we can't wait to see how it all plays out.